know what to say. Okay, look. First, let me just say, welcome back to another episode of Almost Blurred. It mm-hmm. is your girl, Dove Cat. And to my left is the illustrious host, hosted, host with the most. <laughs> it is me, JB. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I don't even know what mm-hmm. to say. Oh, I will say this, though. I want to get away which I don't think will happen anytime soon. I would love to get away from discussing and breaking things down on like TikTok and Instagram reels and all the other foolishness until at least a week or two after the episode has premiered. Yeah. Even if they say a drop a light and come back later. No, just, just, just go away. Just go away. Give it a day. But you know, people also feel like they got to be the first to do, first to say stuff, first to do everything. Because I have messed up. I want to see, because I want to see Interview with the Vampire. Oh, it's so good. Shut up. I don't want to hear it, okay? Mm-hmm. I look at it, and I'm just, and they keep showing the episode of Louie falling from the ground, which I think is like the episode that just passed. Mm. And I'm just like, y'all are ruining it for me. Well, I get it. I get it. But, but I do want to watch it. In. I have subscribed to um, AMC because I really want to see it and I will watch it. I'm going to give like maybe another episode or two and then I'm going to watch it. Let me tell you something. Jacob Anderson? Is that his name? Jacob Anderson? Who plays Louie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. He fine as hell. I just want to put that out there. (laughs) And let me tell you something. I don't know what it is about fine men wearing color contact, but they are the only ones that I will let slide. Okay? <laughs> but you got to be a fine man. You got to be. Well, first of all, you got to be fine. Okay. That's number one. A man. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have to be on screen for TV, a movie or something. You just can't be working at your local Kings mm-hmm. wearing color contacts, looking like a cat. Yeah. But when it's done right. Oh, but it's done right. Well, only when it's when it's done right. I haven't, but you know what? Maybe because I've just been around people who got the cheap versions as opposed to getting some that are, I don't know, through their optometrist. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people were buying theirs from a hair, uh, Chinese hair store. Exactly. So. The beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. But we've evolved. I mean, we have people in high school that are wearing lace, front, lace fronts, and that would have never happened when we were kids. The most you were getting was the micro braids. Yeah. So I think the whole time we were in high school, I seen one, I remember one person wearing a wig and it was Akeisha. <laughs> I just remember because we did, it was like, oh yeah, it looks really good. She's like, yeah, it's a wig. I was like, oh. You know, it's crazy. <laughs> I was just talking to my husband about this because my bonus daughter, he, um, who is 15 years old, um, mm-hmm. got a lace front and she is wearing it. Right. And I'm just like, like, I know that wigs have been a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But it just seems weird. It does seem weird. Like, and it doesn't, she looks very nice in her. It's very nice. It's just like, I was telling my husband, I was like, you know, what's crazy that when I was like 15, 16, that was unheard of. Right. We've, the times have changed. Times have changed. And also I do want to say that, um, when I had loose hair, I've always wanted to like try a wig, but I felt like I always looked like a little girl trying on her grandma's wig when I was wearing them. <laughs> you probably had on one of them Bob shiny wigs. Yeah, and I'd just be like, you know what? This ain't for me. You're giving Annalise Keating season one of- Yes! Um... <laughs> that stiff, choppy mullet with the red tail in the back. I just- Mm-mm. 
Yes, times have changed. Times have changed, but oh, I mean, it is what it is. I'm sure when we were growing up, our parents were saying the same thing. There was no way that they were going to be doing some of the things that we were doing when we were growing up. I mean, that's true. That is true. But I'm just like, dang, times have changed. Babies are wearing, mm-hmm. not babies, but young adults are wearing wigs, lace front with baby hairs and edges right. and all that. I mean, it is what it is. I guess we just have to evolve and stop being so old, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, we are definitely the, our parents now. We'll be looking at people, but we see people outside. Now, where is your coat? It just happens. It just Why? <laughs> the other day, right? So my son has finally made friends with some kids in the neighborhood, right? Which is what something he has been longing to do, but has been too awkward to do it. And, um, and it's so cute, but he's trying and it's, it's been hard because a lot of the kids are like, uh, they're older. So a lot mm-hmm. of them, the ones who are living in the, like the neighborhood, they already have like their set group of friends. And it's kind of just like, he's just trying to, you know, not move in, but just trying to find his way. And um, Mm -hmm. so somebody, a new family bought a house not too long ago and they have four kids and all it took for those four kids to come down and play because our neighbor across the street, because we live in a cul-de-sac and our neighbor across the street has a basketball goal and he's always just like, y'all can play, play whatever is for y'all. Please don't feel afraid. And nobody would play it. So I think that when that new family came in and he was walking the neighborhood being nosy, he was talking to them and told them to come and play. So ever since they've been playing, it's like those four kids have been playing and then other kids have kind of flocked down here too. And he's mm-hmm. been able to kind of go outside and introduce himself and all that good stuff. But anyways, so cute. it's adorable. Um, but no, this family with the four kids, they don't, they don't ever have on like coats and not, I know that they can afford it because their parents just bought that house, but I'm like, where the, why that baby? I said, it's like, they have like a 14 year old, a 12 year old, a 10 year old and a five year old. Mm. And the five year old be wearing, huh? They were kicking them out. Kicking them out. So the five year old has on, he's always wearing t-shirt and shorts. And I just want to be like, where is that baby pants? Where is his shirt? Where is his coat? Mm-hmm. Where is everybody coat? You're and a parent now. Over there with a coat on. You are a parent now. You see things very differently. That and uh, I don't like a bunch of noise no more. I'd be like, it's a little too loud in here. And it'll just be the TV. I'm like, I just would like to sit in my solitude with no sound, preferably. Right. I don't know. I'm old, y'all. I, well, are we ready? Are we to ready? Into blurry news? Know. You sound kind of low to me. What about now? I really hate work? that you had this mic above your head. Mm-hmm. Now, I did not it's like right it. here. Sounds it like sounds a like, Uh-uh. It sounds like you should be doing like the quiet storm. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to 101.9 Quiet Storm. About to turn on the soothing sounds of Luther Vandross and Dance with My Father. Or, oh, or <laughs> Luther Vandross and Can I Take You Out Tonight? Can I take you out tonight? Okay. All right. So we got a lot of news. Got a lot of news. Go ahead and start going through it. So I'm about about to send you a link because what is about to happen, we are about to watch together the new trailer to Guardians Holiday. Oh, my God. Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday special. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm about today, and I'm about to send it over to you now. For anyone who is unaware- this, mm-hmm. um, this Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special was announced a little while ago. A while ago. We hadn't really heard anything from it. 
Mm-mm. We did know that they filmed Guardians of the Galaxy 3 and went straight into filming this. Like they they filmed them back to back, but that was all we got. So what we are about to do, actually, you want me to send this to your phone? You can't. Well, no, it's going to come. Oh, the yeah, send it to me so I can watch it on my phone. All right. So we are going to watch this um, together. I'm going to play it out loud so that you guys can actually hear it. But here we go. So five, four. I'm muting. Watch. It's going to go to a YouTube commercial. Oh, no, it didn't. Okay. Here we go. I just saw on the calendar that right now on Earth, it's almost Christmas time. We don't have time for trivialities like Christmas. But Peter is so sad about Gamora being gone. Maybe if we go to Earth for a wonderful Christmas gift, it would make him happy. Not introducing Kevin Bacon. Okay. So while Dove Cap is wrapping up hers, so I don't, I don't. They didn't put a date. No, they did. Okay, so the Guardians of the Galaxy Galaxy Heartland Day Special is going to be releasing on November twenty fifth, and Dove Cat is going to remember that she muted herself, and she'll be able to um, join us again. Shut up. <laughs> so, yes, because you when you said the date, I was like, it's November twenty fifth, but you couldn't hear me because I was muted. That looks adorable. It does. Even though we hate Chris Pratt, this is adorable. It's gonna it be does cute. look adorable. Um, do you think we're going to get a, a Gamora appearance in I this? No, I guess it all depends on what this whole direction is for that movie. Or maybe instead of seeing her with them, we'll just see her somewhere. Right. It goes off with her being somewhere with some people or somebody. Do you think? Do you think she kept in touch with Nebula? You think Nebula knows where she is? I don't know. But maybe not. Maybe out of fear that he would, she would tell Peter. But I don't know. I didn't get that. Like she, cause she, they were talking. Cause you remember on Endgame, they were talking and she was like, this is the one. And she was like, mm-hmm. yeah. So she might know where she but is. That, you know, honestly, she may have just left. This was what we, uh, I feel like we forget sometimes is she had a pretty traumatic Endgame. Mm. She went from. Finding out one that she was dead. She had to have someone had to have told her that. Suddenly realizing the sister that she was feuding with is now supposed to be one of her friends. There's like man out here that is in love with her. She that she has no clue who he is. And she was in the middle of a battle fighting Thanos against everybody for a world that she had never seen before. I mean, mm. That's a lot that she's she's having to process. Like I think it would have been really hard for her to just jump right back into things. Well, I, I, mean, didn't, I didn't have an expectation. I didn't have an expectation for her to jump in with the rest of the crew because she didn't know them. And what was, I think, what was like the key thing for Guardians 1 and 2 was the relationship amongst them and um, family kind of being the thing. And I just couldn't see her hopping back in with them and trying to be all the family because that's not who she is, where she's at. Like, I feel like she's... Kind of, she was go- she was on her way there, which is why she helped the Nebula from our time um, to get rid of the one in hers. But the growth that we saw from Gamora and Guardians 1 and 2, 
is mm-hmm. basically non-existent and is really like a different character. And um, so, no, I'm not expecting her to jump right in with the team. Um, but I'm hoping I want because they talk about that. Um, I think the actress who plays Nebula was just like that. A lot the, the, the there's a underlying underlying like storyline between sisters um, in this film. So I don't know. I like to think that maybe she told Nebula that she, you know, I need some space. I need this. I need whatever. Um, if you truly, truly need me, just, you know, reach out, call me, I guess. I don't know. That's what I'm hoping for. But you're right. She might have just chucked the deuces and went up out of here. Yeah. And I'm also thinking, like, she might have a story kind of like Loki did, where it, they got thrown into a whole new life almost immediately. And But it was a life that they wanted. It was a life what that if- they welcomed. Right. So, what if she got pruned? Yeah, that could happen too. But if they they prune her, then we would have no Nebula. I mean, no Gamora anywhere. Right. Child, don't give me the line. I don't know. <laughs> Where is Gamora? Where is she at? That's my girl. I love me some Gamora. So with this trailer, it looks like um, James Gunn said that there will be connective plots between the two projects, which I don't think we doubt it. I felt like there was going to be a piece of this that was going to connect to something else. So but I thought we could start with that. Second thing, there were already being rumors made that Rihanna was actually making music for the new Black Panther. They rem- There were rumors that she had maybe two or three tracks. Well, apparently she will be releasing a new song for this soundtrack on November 11th, which happens to be the day the movie comes out. So, And the, the Black Panther soundtrack last time was good. Dope as hell. I listened to it a lot. when it, it was in rotation a lot when it first came out. You know what's crazy is that when I... when Because what was first? The announcement for the Super Bowl was first, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, she's probably getting ready to come out with some music. Because I was like, and I I'm just wrong. can't see... Mm-hmm. I was like, I just can't see her because a lot of people know you don't get paid for the Super Bowl, but the exposure that you're getting is unmatched. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like, sis has been gone for a minute. She hasn't been gone from like from us, but musically she's been gone for a while. People have been oh, begging Navy for this album. Ready. The Navy and, has been um, ready. <laughs> the people, I mean, people have been ready to get the music. So it's just kind of like, she's coming back in a big way. And I was just like, if she's doing the Super Bowl, sis is is, I don't know if she's going to give us new music on the Super Bowl, but she is definitely coming out with new music. I was like, because playing the Super Bowl just to go back into your cave and breastfeed, I doubt it. Well, you know there was rumor that Beyonce, Janet, and Rihanna might be going on tour next year. Together? No, not together, but separate world tours all oh, happening next year. I really want to see Beyonce and um, Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Uh, oh, yeah, Brian already said we're going to see all of them. But and I was wrong. The song actually comes out this Friday, October twenty eighth. <laughs> not, not the eleven. It actually says that the announcement video displays the artist's logo and the date of Friday twenty eighth. So, so y'all can calm your tits about new music coming out. But my thing is, mm-hmm. is that I'm wondering what the reception is going to be because people have such high expectations for her music. I bet you it's going to be hard. It's probably going to be mid. I don't know, because before all this happened, she already said that she had two albums ready. She was planning on releasing an album that was pop and then a whole dance album, dance hall album, which I live for a dance hall Rihanna song. That first album with Ponder Replay, Work, all these songs, she she makes good dance music. She does. So, like, I think that, and one thing about Rihanna, she doesn't have a bad CD. 
She has a solid body. To me, easily one of the most solid bodies of work for a musician. She has good. She has a great ear for music, and I think once she started taking control of her career with Good Girl Gone Bad, she started to. You saw the quality of the song that she was releasing change. I mean, there's a reason this girl got 14 number ones. So I, I think I don't think she's gonna do it. So, I mean, remember people try to play and think that Beyonce was gonna do the same. And Renaissance is fire. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Renaissance. It sounded. To me, it very, I was like, this is a gay ass album. It felt. Definitely is. It felt very like, especially that first half. The first half seemed like it could definitely be like in the ballroom, at the gay clubs, um, Mm -hmm. lip syncing for your life on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, she solidified it when she did Heat It and she started doing the little boom cats and talking about her Uncle Johnny and yes, the, Uncle Johnny the lace and everything. That's country. when that was that screamed ball ball. Yes, ball. and um it seemed very reminis- reminiscent of that. And then that teaser that she gave us that we'll never get again. Um I'm wondering why she teased us and didn't release it. I'm pretty sure there's something bigger at play here. But the look the look of it, like almost like it had a filter on it. It looked vintage, like like she when you would you see recordings of like the gay clubs, like in the eighties and the nineties. That's what it looked like to me, just without all the static and all the other good stuff. It just looked vintage. So I was just like, this is a really, really, really dope ass album, and she's paying homage, and mm-hmm. um, and I loved it. So Renaissance, I play Renaissance in the gym. I am ready for a Renaissance World Tour. I I guess I'm gonna have to be a big girl and spend the coins on Miss Queen Bee. But um, I don't know. I don't have any desire to see Rihanna, and that's no shade. I just I don't I don't I don't I haven't listened to any of her other albums like consistently from track to track to know any of the song. I know the popular song. I'm interested to see whatever new music she's putting out. I'm I'm good with that, but I don't I don't know if I like her enough to spend money to go stand on my feet for four or five hours to see her. I'm I'm actually interested in going to see her mainly because I've been watching her um her Fenty stuff and the creative mind behind that just makes me feel like she's evolved when it comes to that. That is, so it's probably going to be a a really good visual show and all this other stuff. So we'll see though. You never know. And also, thicky thick Rihanna finds him. Y'all better cut her some slack. She just had a baby. She will snap back when and if she wants to snap back. Exactly. But well, how is she is right now, she's it. fine. Y'all some haters. They did the same thing to Beyonce. But anyway, moving right along. Hmm. So your boy, James Cameron, he need to mind his business. Oh, God. What my boy do? Because I'm going to see um Avatar. Out here talking about the Marvel movies and DC movies and everything like that. So your boy has some choice words. He said, let me scroll on down. When I look at these big, spectacular films, I'm looking at you, Marvel and DC. It doesn't matter how old the characters are. They all act like they're in college. They have relationships, but they don't. They never hang up their spurs because of their kids. The things that really ground us and give us power, love, and purpose. Those characters don't experience it, and I don't think that's... I think that's not the way to make movies. Because somebody asked him, clearly, he needed to say some things. What are your thoughts on your, your, your director? First of all, James Cameron, shut the hell up. Because don't even try to tell me right now that if Kevin Feige atta- approached you on some, 
do you want to direct the Marvel project? You can be like, nah, the characters are immature. Please, sir. Please. Especially since that would be his op- his way of creating this this story and development of characters in this environment. Like, I just feel like if people always try to find a way to dig take digs at comic book films. If they weren't doing what they were supposed to, then we wouldn't have been as emotional about Tony dying as we were. They maybe he's upset with the relationships they have. What Marvel has done an amazing job of is having creating a relationship between his characters and us. Mm-hmm. That's why they're so successful. We see these characters, we start to bond with these characters, we start connecting with these characters. Mind yours. Especially and you saying that like you ain't got one of our characters, one of our actresses in your movie. You can't be talking about the women. You right. can't be because Gamora is is the way that she developed from film one to film two to Infinity War? Are we serious? Like, come on. He can't be serious. I just think that if you're talking about some of the men, maybe. It seems like really the only immature one was Tony. Well, and Peter. And Peter, but he's Peter a child. Quill. No, Peter Quill. Oh, he will. <laughs> but that's it built into his character. That's just who Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it seems like when these people be saying all this stuff, they just be like, it's like they haven't read a comic book ever. And it's just weird. It. It's, I don't know. It's weird to me um, that some of these act, I mean, these directors have such th- such things to say about Marvel or, or DC, any of these comic book films. I don't understand. Like, everybody doesn't want to go to a movie for two hours and try to figure... To, to have some type of cerebral moment in the theater. Sometimes mm-hmm. I want to go and watch shit get blown up. I mean, because we're going to be right. Because like that just makes me think about Avatar. You love Avatar, and I'm not going to take that from you. You love it. He did a good job of developing a story, but dear God, there are moments where I just wanted to off myself because it was so slow. But that's his thing. You want to build characters like this in over a three-hour period, you go ahead and do that. There ain't nothing wrong with it. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with how they're doing movies either. Exactly. I think I just think it's... it's <laughs> there is just, no singular way to make a film. I think it's unnecessary. Um, mm-hmm. James Cameron, unnecessary. Um, like his Terminator films. What are we looking at that, for his characters? What type of growth and development do they have? Right. I mean, it's and it's another film that doesn't take a whole lot of intellect to watch and things are blowing up. So what are you saying mm-hmm. here? Mm-hmm. What do we like, James? Come on, come on, come on. I just want you to stop fronting as if if Kevin Feige didn't send you an email, you wouldn't go sit your ass in Marvel Studios to talk about whatever it is that Kevin wanted to talk to you about. And granted, his eye, he could he could definitely do a, a comic book film, but now I'm just kind of like, you're gonna make mm-hmm. it serious and s- s- smart as hell in your opinion because they don't have any type of depth or development or any type of relationships or whatever um which i feel like is false because the avengers that friend group did they not develop and evolve loki like c- come on james we gotta do better than that oh, he like say something that actually literally happened in marvel he talked about how they weren't giving up anything for their family we literally watched Tony Stark give up being Iron Man to spend time with his family. That's oh, literally what he was doing during the uh, the blip. And ultimately, his life. What? Hawkeye said, "You know what? This ain't for me. I got a whole family over here." That's what his character did. I just whatever. Anyway, I just wanted it's, to I mean, it's, tell it's you what your boy said. So, in better news. Agatha, Covenant Chaos, will be starting filming on December the 5th. 
which is much earlier than they originally anticipated. And they're they're speculating that it typically takes about four to five months to um, for production and all the other stuff. So there's a strong possibility that we might end up getting Agatha early. Still don't know what's going to happen there. You know, they're all talking. But and then one other thing I feel like we have to talk about is the rumor that Kevin Feige went off when he read the Secret War script. I don't believe that. I don't ever believe that. But my thing is this. Even if he did, I bet it's not the first time. <laughs> I, don't, I bet that people don't get it. They, they make it like people get it right immediately. And they All don't. these rewrites typically happen. It's like, you know, this is what the overall vision is. Okay, now, how do we adjust this to make it what it is? I just thought that was really funny. I bet you both on DC side and the MCU side of things, Star Wars, they'd be like, no, nah, this ain't this ain't it. This ain't, this ain't it. it. We gonna have to. St- so I don't think that's even out of the ordinary if it did happen because you are this big of a film. You have certain expectations for your films at this point. Like we're not going to be putting out garbage, and this is building up to a Secret Wars moment. Right, it has to be legit. Imagine, I, I imagine they did the same thing with Infinity War. They knew this oh, was yeah. building up to Infinity War and Endgame. We need this to be amazing. So. Um. I do. Let me go back just a tad bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not. And I'm going to go back to Kevin. I did not dislike Agatha, right? I thought mm-hmm. she was a cool ass character. But, be, but, but by the end of WandaVision, I didn't know if I was supposed to dislike her or like her. <laughs> Which going forward, I'm just like, well, what am I supposed to get from this show? Is it is it is it an origin story? Am I gonna dislike her more? Am I gonna like her more? Like, what are we getting with this show? That was the one thing. Um, and back yeah, there's, to Kevin. rumor that the Wanda's kids might be in her show. Hmm. It was Agatha all along. Anyways, with Kevin Feige though, I don't know. I feel like if he was a real, like a real, true, legit jackass, we would have heard about it by now. Even like in a blind item or something, somebody would have said if he was really a jerk. Um. I just think that. He he knows what direction he's going in and he knows what he needs to get there. And if the script ain't really hitting on nothing, he gonna send it back. And that's on period, Pooh. You muted. What'd you say? My bad. I said I would do the exact same. If if we are in a room like this, if you're coming to me with the first draft of this script and it's trash, this is a big deal. It is a big deal. Everybody knows the pressure around this. And that's not excusing the behavior if it does happen. Because I'm probably gonna say something bad. I mean, who you screaming at? right (laughs) (laughs) but one thing i've learned being in corporate america is that there are a lot of people who know how to go into a meeting let everything out in that meeting and walk out and still have respect for each other i see that i i've no i'm not saying that they do it in a disrespectful way but i've watched people like on the sea level in a meeting and they're going back and forth and they clearly are not going to agree and this it's becoming uncomfortable. Meeting ends and they're like, okay, so what's for what you getting for lunch? Or you want drinks or something? Like they literally can cut it on That's and not cut how it I off. work. I got to come down. I got to come down. Okay. If we fussing and like I may not like take it to heart, but where I'm at, I need to come down from where I'm at. We can talk about lunch three hours from now. <laughs> right now, forget you. Leave me alone. Put it in the email. Right. Well, I'm going to transition us into DC News, mm. starting with apparently DC has now changed the name of their universe. Before it was called the DCEU, now it's going to be called the DCU. Y'all. And they're all happy with the direction they're going in because they just recently let go of the last person who was a part of the really toxic environment that WB had started to foster. We saw a boy 
released a statement, basically like now I feel like they can move forward. I mean, it go. But what are your thoughts here? I mean, it's no big deal. It's just changing the name. So um, I know I've been talking about how DC should take um, some pages out of Marvel's book. Um, not literally copy it word for word. Something about that <laughs> DCU just really MCU is right is right there. I just, uh, am I the only one think mine went there or? I mean, but. What would they call it? The DCEU was fine. It Maybe was fine. this is their way of trying to completely separate itself from its past. I guess. I mean, okay. 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 I don't um I don't I don't hate the name. Um if this is a fresh start, I can turn over a new leaf with UWB. I can do that. So let's <laughs> let's let's see. Let's see where you it goes. Do right. I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna stand there with you. You just gotta do right. So we just, you know, you're gonna do right. I when you sent me that that statement, I wasn't aware that it was in reference to the guy who didn't believe him being fired or mm-hmm. yep. It was the last one of the they said it was four main people that were caught caused this whole toxic environment. And he was the last one and he's now gone. Mm. Yeah. Trash. So in DC News, also Black Adam came out last Friday. Um Black Adam premiered with a total of $67 million in this first weekend. This made the biggest total ever for a rock movie. But um, let me see. But in comic book land, that is not a lot. Theo, you scared the crap out of me. I just want you to know. So came in here like I'm a going to look at no, the no, history. No. You said what about history? I'm sorry. I'm to Theo wanted the to make an appearance. So in the history of the MCU... This is including the Incredible Hulk. We're including that here. The Incredible Hulk premiered with fifty-five million. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man premiered at fifty-seven million. Captain America: The First One premiered at sixty-five million, and so did Thor. Mm-hmm. So it falls between Black Adam falls between Thor and Eternals, which premiered with seventy-one million. Now, I will say this: this may be good for DC, so I'm not going to take that from. Them. However. What is disappointing about this is not the number, like the, being 70, 70, 67 million. It's the fact that they spent so much marketing this thing. They spent so much like reshooting. They did a lot of extra spending on this film. It has to have some serious legs for it to truly be profitable. So now I did read that Monday, today's number was actually, um, I guess it was a decent amount. Um, it made 4.5 million on Monday. Okay. So hopefully that that's that's gonna people have is been that, talking about it like they thought it was good. I guess it's apparently the best Monday and weekday outside of a Friday so far this fall. Um, so are those just the domestic numbers? Yeah, so right now I think worldwide, I think it did eclipse like a hundred and something million. Uh-huh. Let me see. Let me check that. So world it has topped 140 million. So it made basically sixty seven million here. And about what seventy three million in the rest of the world, but and they probably aren't going to publish this. But <clears throat> let's see. <sighs> I'm looking. I want to see what the budget is. So they claim that the budget's between one ninety five and two hundred million, but I don't okay. think that budget is including all of this marketing because they did a lot of marketing. I'm sure that marketing is is up there. So I think that there's a lot of money they have to try to make back from this. Because, hmm. but let me see how much does Shazam make? Please, please. I have I have so many comments. So let's see. So Shazam 
DC Extended Universe. I don't know why. I guess I guess it makes sense that they called it the Extended Universe since, you know, we knew them for all of their other stuff. But okay, so Shazam had a budget of eighty to a hundred million. When it premiered, it made uh in where are you at? They projected that it was gonna gross between forty and fifty million. In the first weekend it did fifty three point five. Mm. Honestly, that's not that impressive of a jump going from this to that with the type of marketing and the type of budget that you had. And we'll get on that movie. We'll get on that movie. But I don't know. I just, but this is technically kind of like a win for DC. Mm-hmm. Anything that is showing some type of upward trend, you just got to do what you can with it and hope that it's going to be everything you want and more. Because woof. The struggle I, has been real. I will say that um, Dwayne DeRock Johnson mm-hmm. must be on the payroll at Warner Brothers because he was all over that project. He was the main star. He was a producer on it. He, They must have him. You know, like back in the day, they used to have these actors and stuff who would sign these massive contracts and do all these movies through certain studios. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if they still do that. I don't know. But, like, that used to be a common practice, like, back in, like, the 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, And I don't know. To me, it seems like it's making, a like, an emergence back. Because, like, when you see, like, Netflix and Netflix have some of these films, they use some of the same actors um, Mm -hmm. for some of their stuff. And I'm wondering if he has a contract or something with Warner Brothers because he is all over that thing. He was, like, he was all over Super Pets. One of the producers on that. He was one of the producers on this. It was a passion project for him. He's really been trying to get it made. Um, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll I mean, get to I, that. I hope they succeed. I hope they succeed. I, I do too. I I don't want y'all to take away from this, and I'm sure that JB agrees that we don't dislike DC or want DC to fail. But it's just like it's like they the redheaded stepchild that nobody really like, and they just need to get it together. They need to go through puberty or something where they. Or something. Yeah, and I think when you've been given so much terrible stuff over and over, mm-hmm. it is like it's like why are we doing this to ourselves? That's kind of how it feels. So, like, I'm going to keep watching the content, but it's just I'm hoping that this is going to be the start of them trying to make some real changes. But I'm gonna keep side eyeing them until they till the flash comes and goes. Because sorry, sorry to that man. Well, to them. Um, I don't see me giving them a dime for that movie. I don't either. I don't see it it happening. I I cannot stand behind them supporting this man like that. When is it supposed to come out? I don't know. I think it got delayed, didn't it? I can't remember. Um, It's supposed to come out June 23rd. Okay. Okay. So it is a little too early for promo and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That thing needs to go straight to HBO Max and call it a day. Yeah. And and while they at it, they need to go ahead and release Batgirl. But that too. Anyway. So that's one thing for DC. Um, another thing for DC, it has we, we've seen the the movie, but at this point, but Henry Cavill has also finally made a post on his Instagram that is fully confirming that he'll be returning to the DC DCU. Um, so I I don't know. I did like I, I him. Think he'd be good. Yeah, he's a great visual Superman, and he's not acting bad. He just had trash stuff. But I actually. Real, real seriously, would have loved to have seen him as Reed Richards. Uh, right, but now I feel like we're not gonna get him in the MCU. I think that's no, that ship has sailed. 
But I think he could pull that off. A uh, Reed Richards look, he could actually yeah. pull that off. But I mean, well. I can't see him small. Mm-mm. Yeah, he would need to lean out. I just a can't lot. see it. And with him also doing The Witcher, that's too much on your body. So I get it. And last bit of news. Hmm. Which one of these do we want to talk about? We can talk about all of it. If we have the time. I don't know if we have the time. Uh, All right. So I don't know if you know, but uh, HBO Max was, well, they were planning on doing another DC series called Arkham Asylum. Well, it was going to be based on the Arkham Asylum, I guess, thingy. It's supposed to be a spinoff of the Batman. Because you know we're also getting the Penguin and we're also getting something pig. No, I don't know what it is. It's some mess. I didn't know anything about it. But they're talking about it being really, really dark. Um, And... That's basically it. We don't have a date for it um, because they barely have committed to a date for the Penguin. It's like fluctuated between late 2023 and 2024. Now, I'll be honest, I would be here for any series they're doing because clearly they're better at doing series than they are movies. They're better doing everything. So cartoons. Uh huh. Everything but the the movie. So, (laughs) yeah. But we will see. I will be watching whatever that is. So, because I just feel like it's going to be good. And we know that season two of Peacemaker will be coming eventually, too. So, mm. And DC apparently has hijacked James Gunn for something else. I think that after Guardians of the Galaxy, that's officially his last thing with Marvel. And he'll be transitioning completely over to WB. Which they could definitely use him because the Suicide Squad, aside from the big villain being a starfish, was a lot better than a lot of the other stuff they've done. Mm-hmm. So. But anyway, so... That concludes Blurry News. We're just going to go ahead and kick right into it. Let's go ahead and talk about Black Adam. We're about to go right on in there. If you have not seen this movie, then you may need to just go ahead and stop because we're about to spoil the hell out of this movie while we're talking about this. But the floor is short stuff, Kat. Initial thought, when when the credits rolled, what was your initial reaction? Um, so at the end, after the end, the end credit thing, mm-hmm. um, a couple thoughts. First thought was that even though I felt like he could have done a better job, mm-hmm. Black Adam, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, I don't know why I keep saying the whole thing, but we just gonna <laughs> roll with it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay. Um, but I feel like that's what I want my anti-hero to be, right? <clears throat> I want mm-hmm. him to be an asshole. I want him to be a jackass, Right. However, I, what I do want is for that when I can't even think of the chick name, her character just seemed unnecessary to me. Um, old boy's mama. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't you know, know what her name about? is. Mm-hmm. She basically was just like, she was just like, I know that you're not all bad because when I was in trouble, you jumped right in, didn't ask questions in nothing. You just jumped right in and saved me. So that's what I'm just like, I like, that's how I want my anti-heroes to be, Right. I want them to be assholes and I want them to be kind of self-serving. But when it comes to helping somebody, saving somebody, I want that to be like second nature for them. So I liked how they played Black Adam in that regard. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to I want to stay in the vein of Black Adam. OK, mm-hmm. um, he looked good in the suit. I like the suit. Um, mm-hmm. The fact that that wasn't he didn't have any hardly any padding in his suit, I thought was um, admirable. I mean, I'm um, sure they, 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 he didn't have to fit the suit. The suit had to fit him. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> basically. 
basically. Um, I liked how it looked. I love the cape. Um, what I didn't, what I wish that this, and this is just me and my personal preference. And it, and I'm probably asking for too much because the tone of those two movies are so different. Um, mm-hmm. with Shazam and with um Black Adam, I mm-hmm. wish they would have leaned more into like the whole Shazam side of things. Only because if you're gonna go to the effort, go through the effort of having his even though The Rock wants to be separate from them and sometime down the line they're gonna do a crossover type of situation, they're gonna meet up. If that is the case, then I wish they wouldn't have leaned into so much of what he would have, you know, what he was looking like coming from the same guys that created our mm-hmm. Shazam, you know, in our film, in the Shazam film. Um, Even with the cape looking like theirs, the whole lightning bolt type of thing. And though it does make sense for them to have similar things because they got their powers from the same God, essentially. But to me, it just kind of seemed like if y'all, y'all I, I felt like they should lean more into that part um if you're gonna have what's his name um hansu digimon um it's not digimon <laughs> what's his name uh no because you said digimon because that's what i said i'll be calling him um but it's d-j-i-m-o-n or something like that yes if he is if he is going to be that guy that gave shazam the powers right and mm-hmm. you have him in black adam with the rest of the um gods or whatever that gave everybody else powers right his brothers his you know his sisters whatever he called it in shazam film if you're mm-hmm. gonna have them in it y'all should lean a little bit more into that because to me i feel like having that in credit scene with superman seemed like a waste to me to me i get why mm-hmm. they did it because they're trying to bring people back and having being excited about superman henry cavill superman because he was so popular i get however I feel like Shazam is coming up, mm-hmm. right? Very soon. I think in December, Shazam is coming out, right? Mm-hmm. To me, it would have made sense for them to have an end credit scene with them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Henry Cavill, y'all. <laughs> oh, it looks like Shazam is not coming out this year. Okay, never mind. It's coming out. Yeah, remember, it got it was a part of delays. It's coming out in March. In March. Okay. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So, we getting a Shazam film before we get another Superman film. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was just like, I don't know. It, to me, they it made more sense to lean into the Shazam aspect, have actual um, whoever that boy is that plays Shazam. What's his name? I need to learn names. To do, to Zachary Le- Levi? Yes, Le- Levy. I think it's Levy. Zachary no. Levy? Levy. Mm-hmm. Levi? Mm. Levy. Anyways, that boy, Zachary, that man. I feel like they should um, they should have leaned more into that, to me, personally. Cause I feel like Henry Cavill is just y'all gonna y'all gonna run him into the ground. He gonna be Superman and his hair gonna be white. Cause you know he signed on for at least three more films, at least. Mm-hmm. So he and I know they were trying to do like a Black granddaddy Superman. Superman. You said what? He gonna look like he gonna look some, like somebody granddaddy still playing Superman. He gonna, like, gonna want to let him go. Right. What I've been seeing um, on TikTok lately of Bruce, old Bruce Wayne. That's how that's how he gonna look. He gonna mm-hmm. look like an old man. Flying up to the sun. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I got why they did it. I understand why they did it. So that is what it is. And I know that Black Adam and Superman are like adversaries. So that may, I guess it made sense. But to me, I felt like they should lean more into the whole Shazam element. Um, what else? Um, I need to make it brief because you need to do yours. Aldis Hodge. Mm-hmm. Fine as shit. Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something, y'all. Let me tell y'all something. I love my husband, <laughs> but the moment I saw old oh boy come up on that screen with him, t- 
<laughs> and he had money. Oh. That was all. That's all she wrote. Oh, oh, he was so fine to me. He was so fine. Um, were you getting like T'Challa vibes? Very rich. Well, a lot wealthy. of people felt like he would have been a great T'Challa. Yeah, if they were in a recast, he would have been a great T'Challa. So that's not saying that like the essence of T'Challa but to me when they brought him on screen with the African print suits and stuff they looked good how they were cut but it very it was very reminiscent of like T'Challa to me mm-hmm. uh, or how Chadwick portrayed him over there um not saying that he was trying to not saying that Aldis was trying to imitate him but I thought he was fine as hell um I wish we would got a little bit more background on his character you just kind of he's already existing but how do we get to this point? What's his backstory? We didn't get any of that. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed Dr. Fate a lot. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have got more of him. I like the look of him. I like how his suit looked. Um, yeah, my only complaint about him wasn't him. It was his magic or whatever he was doing. Sometimes it looked fake. The CGI mm-hmm. looked fake, like especially when it looked like little, I don't know. How, do, how would I explain it? Almost like diamonds. You know, it was like these gold glitchy. diamonds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah it looked very glitchy. That was hard for me to follow. But Pierce Brosnan was great as Doctor Fate. Yeah, and I um I like that. I like that. I liked him in that a lot. And I hate that he sacrificed himself. Word on the street mm-hmm. is is that he wouldn't have never he would have never done that in the comics. So they were just kind of pissed off at that. I would love mm-hmm. to see Pierce back. I mean, I'm sure they can bring him back. You're never truly dead in comic books. Um, but I like that. Um, Adam yeah. Smasher, I could have done without. He could have done without it too, because I didn't. Um, it was stupid. He had no he and Quintessa, um, who played uh, Cyclone. They had no purpose. They had literally no purpose in this movie. None. I Rainbow Bright just out here throwing strong winds at people, and he over here running in the wrong direction. And this, like, what was your purpose? It was. I, was so I hated him. him. I hated him. Y'all wanted me to care about him because he's supposed to be attractive. His his grandpa was the Fonz. I get all of that. But I still thought his character was pointless. I thought yes. that Cyclone had potential. I loved the look of her. I liked how ethereal she looked. I love it. Her hair. I didn't understand why her hair was, it went from red when she was Cyclone to back to braided. That didn't make sense to me. <laughs> um, I was like. Especially the braids came out and you got the crinkle look. It was big. Then she was done. Yeah. So hold on. Let me wind this back up and give you and, back my old style. And then there was some parts, there was some continuity stuff because then there was some parts where she had some braids, some hair was out. It was, I didn't get it. It's like they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do with her throughout, like her physical appearance throughout the film. Um, but I liked how she looked. I thought she was very pretty. I liked how they did the whole rainbow bright thing. She reminded me of a hummingbird. Hmm. And I don't know if that mm-hmm. was the intent. Um, yeah, I can, I can get that. Especially how their wings move so fast. It yes. looks like it's a blur and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, she did add a She at to me, she added more than Adam Smasher. Mm-hmm. A lot more. Um, and I wanted more from her. I didn't care about it. Honestly, Black Adam could have punk kicked um, Adam Smasher up out of the the scene and I would have been fine. I didn't like him at all. I thought he was pointless and I really don't ever want to see him again. Um, To have him looking like a bootleg Deadpool was wild to me. Even to the way his mask looked. I was like, are y'all serious? Y'all didn't try to make him look any different? Yeah, I agree. I saw that too. I was thinking the exact same thing when I saw it. Now, granted, granted... Did Adam Smasher come out before Deadpool? Yeah, definitely. If, but okay, 
Right. But see, this is the problem because we have gotten a movie with a couple movies with Deadpool that I still haven't seen. Beat you to the punch. Beat you yeah, to I'm the not punch. Even, I'm not, I know I'm not doing this with you. So. so anyways, but the fact that we've already got two films, a couple features with Deadpool and how he looks. And I know DC want to be like on principle where we came out first. Y'all could have had plenty of time to make him look different. Than what yeah, we character already design had. changes all the time. They could have given him a new character design if it right. And I was just like, y'all really just even down to the mask. And I don't know if he was trying to play Deadpool. I I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, if I'm being honest, I feel like he played Adam Smasher as himself because there was an interview where they were with Entertainment Live tonight or some Entertainment. Mm-hmm. I don't know the magazine Entertainment, and he was a, being a jackass at the end of the table, slurping on a drink as if we couldn't hear him. And I was just like, "Sir, are you playing yourself?" No home training. None. No but in, anyways, um, the family from Kandahar, whatever it's called, I think it's Kandahar, Kandahar, Kandahar. Mm. I, I did. I, I was thinking about the country earlier, and I was already no, it's. Kandak? Yeah, C-A-H-N-D-A-Q. Okay, Kandak? Kandak? Okay, I'm, I'm done. Kandak, I think. Um, Rami Malik, is that who played? No, I don't know. That's not his name. Who? Which, which character are you talking about? Her brother, the electrician. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, um, I didn't get the point of their family dynamics. I didn't understand. It was kind of pointless. Um, I thought she was going to be a love interest for Black Adam. They didn't play it up. I didn't see her point. If she's not gonna have a love interest, then her character just seemed pointless to me. Well, I, I, but I don't. In my mind, I'm thinking they wouldn't have played that up in this movie. He just came back after five thousand years, where in that time, right before he was captured, he had just lost his wife and his son, basically. True. So but, he probably wouldn't have been even looking at her remotely like that was an option. Right. However, however, I still, I just, I still didn't understand her point. I didn't understand. See, that's what I'm saying. I think, like, pre- I think it's to prepare you because uh, apparently her, she and her child actually have a, a, an interesting role in the comics as they go on. So I think they're, they would prepare us for that, but I don't think that it, I don't think it would have made sense for them to really dive too much into it this time around. Like, I'm, I'm not like not saying I need a full blown out make out kiss me scene, but you don't like, need nothing from them, not yet. I don't, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, saying, not. <laughs> I'm not saying I wanted any of that, but like, I don't know. For her to be there, and I didn't know that she, her and her son played a bigger part, he seemed pointless as well. Um, but even like with Karen and the Punisher, right? He mm-hmm. is still hopelessly head over heels in love with his wife, right? Mm-hmm. But you can tell that there's something there. But th- that's not a good comparison. His wife literally just died to him. But did she though? He knew he was yeah. locked up for 5,000 years. I know, but I, no, but he wasn't. I don't think he was locked up in like he's sitting in a prison down there. I think that he, they literally put him away like his not like he went to jail and he got he had five thousand years to sit down and think about it like for him to be released in that way almost like a genie there's nothing that i don't think it was a i'm in a space where i'm really thinking so he literally had no clue that that much time had passed remember he even asked her she she said oh it's been five thousand years so he's like five thousand years then he looked outside like oh so hey this is not conduct this what is this like? Okay, okay, okay. You're right. I, I think of it almost like the blip. He was put but in he, there, and he came back, and he's literally just in the middle of nowhere. That 
none of nothing makes sense. But the last memory he has is them dying and them putting him away. Well, he knew. Yeah, well, he knew he was being pulled away. That part he did understand because she mm-hmm. was just like, "We weren't. You weren't just hiding out. You know, we unlocked. You know, you were in a prison. We unlocked you basically from your prison." Mm-hmm. Um, but not, I'm not saying that I need it, but. I just feel like if she's going to be playing this part, I just didn't see her point. I I did not see her point. I mean, but her point to what? Because she was important to the story. How? I mean, the, it was all revolving around her and her trying to keep them from getting that crown. She was the only one who, she knew that the crown was out there. She was able to, she was the one who was able to find the clues to point them to where they were going. She was an okay. integral part to the actual story. She just didn't have, she hadn't developed a relationship with Black Adam for that part to make sense yet. But she was important to the story. Um... Okay, I get that part, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and another thing, you said that she, you know, she has an important part to the story. Um, what's the background of how she got the necklace with the with the with the stuff? Well, she said that she got that from her grandma. Well, what's the story with it? Well, I don't think we would have found that out this time. You asking for a lot for some some side characters. I'm I'm just we saying probably, we were probably get getting more us? information on that next time we see her. I guess all, it's, all it's, I know is this. It's just like, how were you able to accept Rocket immediately, despite them literally telling us nothing but he was uh, an experiment? I did. And we are just now about to have a story about him in the third I've been curious about what's going on with Rocket since the very beginning, since the first time I saw him. But you never looked at him and said, I don't understand his purpose. When When we first got them, they were all hodgepodge group of people. Like from all walks of life, it was a talking tree that said "group." So you can't have apply that same thing to Black Adam, where we okay. have essentially a high. We can try. <laughs> we can I'm try. Saying, I, I think that I, I understood her purpose. Apparently, in the comments, she becomes someone named Isis. Isis is basically an Egyptian goddess. Like so, uh-huh. she ends up getting some type of powers. Um, she looks like she can be pretty strong. Let me look at her powers real quick. She has to, in order to change. <laughs> please don't include this in the movie. She must say, "I am ISIS," and then that's what triggers her thing. And there's something different about screaming "Shazam," and then "I am ISIS." <laughs> like that's just too many words. I feel like that's dated as hell. Yeah. Shazam dated when it first came out. It's probably what they said. I am ISIS again dated. Probably when it came out in like the 50s or whatever. Whenever it came out, dated, dated, dated. Please do something different. If, so that's she, how, if she's coming back, do something different. Anyways. Apparently, when she gets her power, she gets really, really strong and is able to lift more than 100 tons, putting her at the same level as Supergirl, Mary Marvel, Donna Troy, and Wonder Woman. Okay. She's superhumanly fast. She's basically bulletproof and blades can't cut her. Um, She develops superhuman intelligence and she also can control nature. She can control water, fire, earth, air, and electricity and control the weather and the lava within the earth. Mm -hmm. But those powers are tied to her emotions. Okay. She also possesses the power. Why she got so many powers? She has telekinesis. She can heal herself. If she uses the second amulet, she can achieve clairvoyance and is able to see events happening in the present at remote locations. There's a lot going on with this character. But she apparently becomes something big and her annoying-ass son also becomes a character. Well, we become something. 
So you know how I feel about children that don't listen. When I tell you he worked my nerves in this movie, he was one of the most irritating characters I've ever come across in my entire life. And oh, oh, quick review because I was about to go in without actually saying like, okay, this is my thoughts. I'm sorry, I talked a lot about it. I did not like him as Black Adam. Really? I hate that they tried to use the excuse of him being locked away for 5,000 years for him to be talking and acting like a fucking robot when he first came out. Like, that irritated me to no end. I understood him not, it, he him having his hocus pocus moment, like, yo, I'm in this world, I'm just doing shit because I don't understand it. This is the world we live in. But his personality was awful. They tried entirely too many times in this movie to, to be funny. It was not funny. I never laughed. I didn't laugh at anything in this whole movie. No, I no time. Amanda Waller, and I was the only one. I was, I was over that. Um, I loved, 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 loved how grand the movie felt when it came to battles. Mm. Like when he and Hawkman were fighting, I felt like I was watching gods fight. Like you could feel the power in those scenes, and I felt like that was one of the first times we ever really had that. Mm-hmm. Because the mo- the closest we got to that was Superman and Wonder Woman fighting, and it literally was a headbutt. But we didn't see anybody full on really going at it. That gave me cartoon vibes, mm. and I appreciated that. I loved Pierce Brosnan as um, Doctor Fate, and yes, we know that Doctor Fate was created before Doctor Strange. Everyone should really know that. They DC made it a point to let people know that that was the case. Um, and some of the posts that I've seen, but and you see how they made him look different. Y'all see how y'all just fumbled a bag. Yeah, but they and that that was such a comic book accurate look too. I love that they were able to stick to the thing. But um, Cyclone and um, Adam Smasher were a waste. Both of them. I still like. I know you said that she seemed like she had more of a purpose. I don't remember any of her moves actually really doing anything. She was. Um. She locked him up in the bars. She had the bars coming. <laughs> that whole scene i was watching it like what is she doing like you seen this man do all this stuff and here you come making some bars come down to do what he just they... talked man through a building and you came through like hmm here's some bars and put these bars around you just the bars no. um hmm. still i'm hoping that they had a lot more to do and they just cut it out because Dwayne Johnson wanted to be the star. But they were, go ahead, I'm I, sorry. I, hate, I hated some of the background, like or lack thereof. The Justice Society. Who are Where you? Where the fuck y'all come from? Exactly. Why are y'all answering to Amanda Waller? Right. And then she's like, oh, we have a big threat out there in Condock or whatever. And he's like, I got the people for the job. What the hell kind of society is this? Y'all just, you pull, you just have like the poster up and it's like, okay, we got three people here. Yeah, this one is good. Like, where did y'all come from? Why would you choose some of the most inexperienced people to go towards someone that they just said was a major threat? Adam Smasher. Did not understand that. Um, Hated that little boy. Oh my gosh, I hated him so much. I wanted him to die. He needed to go. I like that. uh, I think that's about it. That's it. That's all I like. But I was I was, I described it like this to someone. Is the movie terrible? No. Is it amazing? By no means is this an amazing film. There's literally no character development at all. Mm-mm. Like these characters just exist. The only person who did get a full background was Black Adam. And I wasn't expecting a lot from the other people. But we don't know anything about Cyclo- uh, Cyclone. 
know anything about Adam Smasher. We know that Dr. Fate and Hawkman have worked together before. And our friends. And their friends. So, but we have no clue how Amanda Waller fit into this picture. Like, it does not make sense to me. So um, I, I think that the action was good. This movie is like Fast and the Furious with superheroes. Mm. It is action-packed, but they don't care enough about the story to make a good story at this point. They know that there's a market for people who just want to see action and it's starting to feel like DC is okay with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just don't ever market yourself like you're actually trying to build a character. When you hear The Rock talking about this movie, he'd be acting like there's so much death to these characters. There's nothing. There's there absolutely death. nothing that was done for anyone outside of Black Adam. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. The death was for him. He's talking yeah. about himself. So, I don't know. I, I Like I said, I didn't hate it. It was definitely better than Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. It was, it was better than Birds of Prey, um, which I'm the only one up here who's watched that. It ain't seem like I'm missing out on anything. I mean, I feel like you 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 may enjoy it a little bit more just because of the cast. It's a good cast, but um, I don't think I enjoyed it more than Shazam. Uh uh-uh. uh. I actually enjoyed Shazam a lot more than I thought it was going. I was going to. I went into that movie like this is going to be garbage, and I was entertained. I was thoroughly. I thoroughly enjoyed Shazam. Um, to the point where I am looking forward to Shazam 2. I'm hoping that we get more superhero, like of his his siblings. I, I want to see more of them as superheroes. I think, well, that tra- did y'all have the trailer to that movie in yours too? Mm-hmm. We had a trailer, yeah. And I was like, it looks like it's we're seeing a little bit more of them, but it looks like Her- Helen Marin is not here to play with these hoes. And uh, so and, I, uh, I'm not even mad. And uh, Lucy Lou in here, I love her in basically anything she's in. So but we'll see. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and do our homework really quickly. That was our homework. I mean, we also had Titans and Punisher. Okay. Okay. Because we basically forgot that Black Adam was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start with Punisher. Your thoughts on Punisher while I bring up what the name of this episode was called. Woo! They put my boy through the wire. Do you hear me? Mm-hmm. Oh, Rollins had to die. Rollins was. Uh, this episode is uh, called Home. Chill. He, Rollins put my boy through the wire. Um, mm-hmm. He put him through the wire. I was so glad when he died. So glad when he died. Um, I knew it torching the hell out of him in there too. I ain't like that. He was crazy as hell, which is why crazier. I was telling my husband this. I was like, that they didn't really, they really didn't give us a good idea of how crazy he was until these last episodes. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, they had, did a good job of showing that he was kind of void of emotion. So I thought he was a psychopath, but um, it wasn't until the end where you saw how really crazy he was crazy as hell. And the way Frank did him, he deserved it. Um, mm-hmm. um Billy. Billy Russo? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Billy need his ass beat, and I've yet to get it. Mm-mm. Yet I feel to like get the it. next episode is the finale, so I think we're finally going to get it then. Do we? Because I, does he come back in season two? Do we know? I think he's referenced in season two, but I don't know if he... No, no, I think he does come back. Cause remember, he was the second name on the list of cast members for season two. Okay. Um. But, yo, I was like... Yikes. Frank was ready to go. Frank was ready to go on to glory. He was ready to see his wife and his children. He was ready to go. 
the flashback. I think he's been ready. I think this whole time he's always known that there was a possibility he wasn't going to make it. He had already been content with that. I think he said something like that to Billy too. Like, yo, like you can kill me, just go ahead and kill me. I, I didn't. I never started this with the assumption that I was going to be invincible. Yes. Like I was kill as much as you hoes, <laughs> as many as you hoes as I could before that happened. I mean, they. I mean, they put them through the wire. Yo. I. Oh, I, uh, I am. What's going to happen to my boy? Okay. Micro was concerned. He was just like, come on, man. Like that kind of made me, I'm glad that Micro was with his family, but I'm also, I'm glad that Frank has somebody mm-hmm. outside of Karen and um, <laughs> your girl, your home girl. Cause he thought, he thought he had Billy, but he don't, he got Curtis, but Curtis is somewhere healing with his, his tail between his legs. Cause he got beat up. He hit me with my own leg, Frank. but um other than that when it was a good ass episode um he thought he was ready to die when he kept seeing his wife and she was just like it's time to come home Mm -hmm. he's like i want to go home i want to go home he was at peace he was at peace with everything that had gone had gone on he was at peace um i think the last piece of that puzzle though was putting billy six feet under and i don't know he might be able to do it but he was just like i ain't i ain't had nothing to do with what happened to your wife but i don't know why i feel like later it's gonna come out that he did i don't know mm-hmm. but we will see so we don't have one... i enjoyed it it was a lot of i mean i as weird as it sounds i love when the episodes are like this had action but the best scenes were those conversational scenes like where he was tied up and they were like torturing him and talking to him. And like those moments, even starting in Daredevil, when we first saw Punisher and Daredevil talking on that roof, those are always like scene stiller scenes. Those are the moments something is being said and it's like, it's a little deep or, you know, there's whoever was writing it was like, yo, we're going to take special care of this scene. I love that. But I like you, I need for Billy to go ahead and meet his maker I know that he's not because he shows up as a cast in the next season, but still, we need to get him there. We need to get him there soon because <laughs> because he's been he's been skating through this whole season. Meanwhile, Frank over here getting beat up more than he's ever been beat up his whole life. Stabbed, no. uh, shot a few times, mm-hmm. cut. Yo, my boy's been through be, a lot. And then he'll be right back on the field. Like, sir, your spleen is hanging out. He's like, I can put it back. Right. As he's stitching it up himself. Ah, I just love me some Frank. I just want him to be happy. But I know, y'all, I'm sappy like that. That's not who his character is. Um, He's tortured. Mm-hmm. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. So. And that sucks. So. It does. But the finale. Oh, I lost it. This finale episode is going to be called Memento Mori. I don't know what that means. Neither. Memento Mori is an object serving as a warning or reminder of death, such as a, a skull. So, mm. We'll see. But that leads us into our final piece of homework. We watched episode 12 of Titans, season three, and the episode was called Prodigal. Which I thought so, maybe that we were going to get Bruce Wayne back, but I guess not. <laughs> so what were your thoughts on Gar? Finally turning into something else. Mm -hmm. Finally. Because I was sick of him being a beast. My baby needed something different. I'm glad that I got nervous because when he started turning into the bat, he was still real big. I said, they're about to make him a big ass bat. And then it shrunk. I was like, okay, thank you. Because this was, that was making me uncomfortable. For sure. 
We knew that Dick was going to be thrown into the Lazarus pit. We called that last time. I had a feeling when I saw it and he got, I was like, when he got shot, I was like, yeah, they're about to throw his ass in there. I think it was cool that they let us know that you don't just go into the Lazarus pit and come out alive. Like you have to actually fight to, to, get, to get out. Well, if that was the case, I would have loved to have seen what Jason did. Mm-hmm. Let me tell mm-hmm. you something, y'all. I'm, I just went on Instagram because I'm nosy, right? And Babyhead had posted the makeup, you know, for that scene where you find him before he gets pushed into the mm-hmm. Lazarus pit and they show how his face I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. but I wish, I mean, if that's the case, if you have the fight to get out, then I would have loved to see what Jason did. What do you think about that black baby saying daddy? What do you think of that? What do you think that is? It makes me feel mean? like he's going to have a kid with uh, Starfire. Is that what we getting? Is that what we think? I think so. It's very obvious, but I was like, you know what? When things make too much sense or too in your face, I'm, I don't like to believe it because it's too it's too obvious. But that was the only conclusion that I can come like, was he? are they trying to say? Maybe because that baby was brown, brown and not like a mixed race brown. But I was kind of like, mm-hmm. I didn't get the importance of the red balloon. What was that about? <laughs> I don't know. But you know, I saw it. I'm like, it? Is, that, is this for the clown it? Right. Let me see if someone has written something about that. Okay. Um, I don't know if there was an importance behind the, the red balloon. You said what? I, I don't think there was any type of importance up, uh, when it came to the red balloon. I think it was just a gift. Because <laughs> it said that she, she gave was, him the red balloon. So the, the daddy and the smile, I was like, yeah, that's probably Starfire's baby. Because she dreamed about a baby too. But her she baby might have been for her, her basically... What happened to her as a child and not necessarily her child. Yeah, I think hers was basically that. It was the it was her as a child. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. But outside of that, let's see. What else happened in this episode? Because that was the big piece. Um, Even though the guy who plays Scarecrow is a total jackass in real life. Mm-hmm. He is still playing up Scarecrow for me. I mean, mm-hmm. if they're going to do an Arkham series, they should definitely get him if he can keep his himself together. But it was, um, he's still crazy as him. Can we talk about your boy, Connor? Uh, uh, so are we to believe? Uh, y'all, I text her when I watched. I said, oh, Connor's an asshole. Man, <laughs> let me tell you something. I was like, are we to believe? That in this moment, he wants to lean into his Lex Luthor side and blow up that girl's ship so she can't go? Do you think that's going to make her stay? She's going to claw your eyes out because she knows it was on purpose. Why would you do that? He also know that she can't beat him either. That Lex Luthor side came out hard right then. I was like, I know. I know you lying. Mm-hmm. I was like, I saw it coming, but I was like, it still bothered me that it happened. Because I, I kept looking at him, and I was like, I don't trust how he's looking at them. And there was a moment he looked at, I think he looked at Starfire, or he looked, no, he looked at when they started to fire it up or something. And, and he didn't even move. He made sure he was still standing right there. And then he turned around looking at them like, okay, so looks like you're just going to be stuck. And even even Starfire was like, uh, uh, uh. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> She was a uh, confusion, as was I. Um, I couldn't believe he did it. I wonder what's going to happen now. Like that's going to be a hell of a conversation to have. He he not going to get the intended result. He got he about to be he about to be crying. He about to be crying. Yeah. Mm, well, 
It was a good episode, though. I don't know. I see. Um, you see, Bar- <laughs> I shouldn't have laughed, but seeing Barbara break out of that prison was so funny to me. And she she was rolling down that hallway, but then but then I seen them right behind her, and then the next scene they make it like she made it all the way down there, and they just coming around the corner. I said, "Oh, y'all really acting like Barbara's like Flash on the in this wheelchair? Y'all better stop, man." And do you think that the Oracle's gonna wake up? Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, she just did a lot of talking, but I ain't seen nothing happen. And then it just seemed like maybe something did happen or I don't know. You can tell. They never went back to her to show us if anything happened. Right. But I don't don't, know. What's going on with this? I just got this. Um, Barbara, I don't know why she gets on my nerves. (laughs) And she literally ain't do nothing but just escape. She gets on my nerves. I just hate. I, she gets on my nerves. I don't know what it is. She always looks sad or something. Like, girl, if you don't stop pining away after whole ass dick grazing and get your life. Well, she gonna be even more in her feelings when she find out she ain't gonna be the one having his baby. Cause that is a, definitely a black ass baby right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. With the mama being black. Dang, man. What does that mean? I, I enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed when Dick was able to get back with um to get back with um Babyhead and mm-hmm. um basically was just like um that you will never be a Titan again. Mm-hmm. But, but but you can still do right. <laughs> you can still do the right thing. So my question is, what does that mean for him going forward then? Who Babyhead? Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever really worked with the Titans anymore. I think he literally just kind of just somebody on the outside. I'm gonna treat him like Texas. well. You didn't, you didn't watch Sailor Moon, did you? No. Hmm. That's disappointing. That's different. <laughs> now. I was gonna be like, it's kind of like Tuxedo Mask or t- Tuxedo Comment or whatever. But he, you had Sailor Moon, you had all her homegirls. Mm-hmm. But then he wasn't ever a part of that. But he would show up every now and then to help. <laughs> every now and again. And I think that yeah, because at this point, like she said, there's no way you're gonna ever be a Titan again. You literally killed a Titan. I mean, even when they were trying. Even when they were trying to, um, they were trying to to get him back, which wasn't really his fault, but he still, you know, kind of dropped the ball or whatever. I, I, I don't know. I think they can coexist without trying to kill each other, but mm-hmm. he's done too much. He's done too much. Um, as and I like the Red Hood, y'all. Don't get me wrong. I like him a lot. I just his origin story is, um. I like that hoodie. His origin story um, via this show um, has been built on some trash, but I would love to see him. um, I would love to see him do it. Be a vigilante, I guess, alongside Batman. I don't know. Like, where does where does he stay? What does he do? I mean, well, I I guess it it wouldn't be any different than how Dick was helping the Titans, but not really. I don't know. I mean, to me, it doesn't seem too weird because I've seen stuff like this in the comics and stuff like that, or in like on TV shows, like because mm-hmm. like Catwoman, she would never be like really with Batman, but she'll pop up every now and then. She's probably gonna do right when she need to. I can't wait. I need to go back and see um, when um, the new the Harley Quinn series with Sonai Lathan being Catwoman mm-hmm. and basically. Kind of dating Bruce, but not really. And how smitten he is with her. I need to watch that. Well, the final episode of Titans until the new season starts is going to be called Purple Rain. Purple Rain. Purple Rain. What, what? I was like, are you going to finish it? Like, girl. <laughs> Who could it 
it be though? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I guess what I said when I, when be. you said prodigal for the last episode, I thought we were gonna get Bruce back. Purple Rain, mm-hmm. does that mean we're getting the Joker back? Like, I don't, I'm crazy. Purple Rain to me sounds like well, when I think purple, I think Raven. Oh, so maybe she'll they'll finally all come together, and maybe she needs to use her powers or something. Because right now she's the only one that has any type of purple color outside of Starfire in her outfit. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But yes, this one is called Purple Rain. And um, Punisher was Memento Mori. Who? So that means our homework... Oh, our homework was also to include Andor, but somebody who had two additional days did not watch Andor. So they are First going to- of all two episodes of Andor for this week. You are raggedy. I just want to put that out there. I just raggedy. want to put out there that not only did I watch Andor, but I watched Andor three times. <laughs> and I watched Deadpool. Yeah, I just want you to sit in the silence. Yo, the shame. I don't know how you just won't watch it. It is so good. I'm going to watch like, it. Y'all, she said she's going to watch it just like she said. She also going to watch... If I, it's taking me this long to get her to watch Deadpool. There's Deadpool 2 doesn't stand a chance. It does not stand a chance. But she sat through Apocalypse, but she ain't watched Dark Dark Phoenix. Just got to finish it out. I just mean, you're right. But see, the thing was, what happened is that... What happens a lot with me is that I really want to see these movies, but life gets in the way of going to see them in real time. So if I can't go see them in real time, that means I have to catch it when it's on TV or... Some type of or streaming service. All of them are on. Shut Disney up. Plus. All okay. of them. Shut up. <laughs> all of them. And you know what's also on Disney Plus? What? The Punisher, which means that you already in the app. You just choosing to leave it. Oh, is that where Dark Phoenix is? It's there too. All of the X-Men movies are there. All of the Deadpools are there. Literally every movie that you need to watch is on the same streaming <laughs> platform right now. <laughs> Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one day, y'all, she's going to watch that. But outside of that, our homework would be the final two episodes of Titans and The Punisher. Someone is going to have two episodes of Andor. I've already watched my second episode, too, because we're already in this week, and I was ready. So I just want to go ahead and throw that out there. So I have my homework done. And um, I think that's it. Maybe that's it? we'll get a trailer. Maybe there'll be an announcement. A trailer for what, though? We did not talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, the, the trailer. Well, let's save it. Okay, we'll save it. Cause we'll I, save I it because we've already the, been talking. We'll save yeah, I need it to for... watch the, the breakdown from EV because I want to see what type of stuff he reveals in that. So by Saturday, I would have watched both episodes of Andor, mm-hmm. Punisher, Titans, which isn't going to be hard to do. What else? That's it, right? That's it. I can squeeze it in, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're going to see. But with that said... Blurge, nerds, and everybody in between. We will talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.